Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. to wrestle culture please allow me to introduce myself oh. I'm a man with a devil's face <laughs> been around for a few short months but I've already corrupted this place. I was around when MJF switched from heel to baby face. <laughs> Made damn sure that everyone could never crack this case. Like, Pleased to meet you. <laughs> Can you guess my name? Why into Bob Dylan? <laughs> All these backstage attacks, which wrestlers should get the blame. Hey, <laughs> A-W. <laughs> I'm Anna Wilborn from What Culture. John my Phil James and Michael Ampler from What Culture. So this goes all the guys on in wrestling this week. And of course, oh, look ahead dear. to Phil Gear. Full Gear. Phil Gear. Phil Gear. Phil This weekend. I have no sympathy for the devil. <laughs> uh, before we get into there, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to uh, What Culture Wrestling on it's Apple Podcasts. I guess. Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube. <laughs> We do daily wrestling podcasts where we review Raw, SmackDown, the show formerly known as NXT 2.0, oh. AW Dynamite, AW Collision, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete. A little bit of quiz, of course, on wrestle culture. So yes, full gear this weekend. And by the way, uh, shout out to everyone in the chat. Uh, thank you already for your donations as well. Like OG Stem Cell. Hello. Who says, hello, uh, what crazy spots can you think of for the Swerve Hangman death match at full gear? Yeah, what spots you got? And who do you think actually leaves as the winner of that one? Because I can't call it all of a sudden. Um, you know how Kenny Omega is, is fond of like producing a contraption as if from nowhere? Uh -huh. Like the barbed wire uh, bed or something like that. Hangman Page unearths either like by reveal of a black sheet or from under the ring or whatever. A mostly adult, but not quite adult-sized crib in which he traps Swerve <laughs> and calls him all sorts of sh down there, sort of like <laughs> right down the sort of like funnel of vision. Down where? Down there! Yeah. Uh, as a revenge for the home invasion. And Swerve's like trying to struggle to get out of it. And then Nana's trying to help him. And then Paige decks him with one of his baby toys. Ooh. I think Swerve's just going to um, snitsky Hangman Page's kid into the audience. <laughs> <laughs> 
The actual kid, the shoot kid. The actual kid. And as I said on my predictions uh, video, which I've talked about already today on the uh, collision preview as well, I think uh, Hangman Page's son turns on him, costs him. Comes down yeah. in the swerve swag that he was given, costs his dad. Dance. Costs his dad. <laughs> And, and I, th- I think Swerve wins. I feel like I'm in the minority now. Long-standing court date, and the child is asked in one of them awful situations, where do you want to live? And the child says, Swerve's house. Ah. <laughs> and then do you going. think Swerve wins or no? Uh, no, I think he loses, and I think he might win the tournament, uh, the, which I keep forgetting the name of. the Continental the Classic. Continental Classic, thank you. I think they can't announce the brackets, the contenders yet, because it is that New Japan thing where you sort of risk spoiling yeah. the event that's upcoming. But it might sound a bit 50-50, but Swerve losing to Hangman and then going on to win that is actually quite nice because should Swerve go all the way and win the belt or, like, you know, at least put himself right there in that conversation, him and Hangman ended at 1-1. And it's Mm -hmm. always something you can go back to. Like, the last time I saw you, Swerve, you were laying there dead because I beat you in a death match. Like, you might have recovered, but you can't beat me. And then you sort of, you bring that back. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. I think they've gone too far in the build to this story for Hangman to not win this. <laughs> Surely it'd feel a little bit like a m- massive letdown in terms of the baby faces. Like he can't even protect his own son. And there he is lying on the floor getting pinned. Well, what's like Page's justification for another match? If he loses as well, that's like yeah, yeah. two defeats on the spin. I, I think he loses. I think Swerve goes wins. away. No, oh. I think he wins the Continental Classic, mm-hmm. turning heel in the process. Hangman Page. What? Why not? Wow. Kenny Omega in the final. He's in the other block because, unsur- unsurprisingly, the Golden Jets have lost their match. He gives right, up yeah. drink, gets clean, and then that's what. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he always haven't liked him for quite a while. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I mean, it's a big shout. A big swing from me. Uh, shout a out big to swerve, if you will. Uh, shout uh, out to Matt Reigns. <laughs> Who? Uh, says, happy Friday, gents. Hope you all enjoy Full Gear this weekend. Have a great time Tuesday night for the live show. Thank you, Matt. Thanks, Matt. It's well deserved. I'm sure nothing out of the ordinary will happen. Cheers. Are you nervous, oh, yeah? Oh, boy. Um, uh, what's the swearing situation? Uh, ideally, none whatsoever. Right, well, it's going to be hot. I want to get out of the office. <laughs> F'ing myself, though. I'm going to be honest. I'm, uh, yourself. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't just. <laughs> <laughs> this is f***ing. He did it first. Yeah, um, I think the same bit. Fine. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was evanescencing himself. <laughs> <laughs> I want somebody to wake me up on uh, Wednesday and make sure that it actually happened and it wasn't just a dream. Super excited, like genuinely, like it's this is not one of the things like right. We've got your money for the tickets. By the way, the show's going to be terrible. <laughs> I'm nervous. Now, because, sucks to be you. Yeah, I'm nervous because I want it to go well. Yeah. We've got like a few nice things that we're looking forward to doing as a live experience. Of course, hopefully, much of it will eventually appear on the channel in one form or uh-huh. another. Yep. Um, so, yeah, very, very nervous. Uh, hopeful that the one broadcast professional amongst us can carry us through it. But the one broadcast professional is this guy. <laughs> so, uh, no, that's, uh, again, that really could go either way. I'm very, very excited. There are elements that, obviously, I'm not going to share on this podcast. Yes, of course. Spoil for the, spoil the, anything. the punters that have bought the tickets. I'm excited for how they go. Even if they're a disaster, yeah. So it's sort of like it's I, I almost funnier if they're a disaster. Yeah, well, you would say that because you're going to be the one behind the camera. It's funnier for me. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely funnier for me. You feel you're going to have a great night, and you haven't even had to be in there. Yeah. How are you feeling about it from a um, technical oh, production easy. standpoint? Yeah. Easy peasy. Have bloody live directed wrestling shows. This is going to be a piece of piss. Well, that's mm. good to know. Yeah. Then. So, what about you? Yeah. <laughs> buzzing. Can't wait. <laughs> this is your domain. Theatre child. Everyone's going to be looking at me. It's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> what about, we'll have to find out, you know, we haven't, a bit rude of us. We've made an assumption. We put him on the poster. 
Uh, we didn't put card subject to change either. The cardinal sin of a wrestling promotion. Mm-hmm. We just sort of out and out said Stax was going to be there. And yeah. we kind of avoided Bold. bringing it up on the podcast with him. I've flown in. spoken to him and he says he's going to see how it goes in terms of timings because obviously he needs to the Voncord to fly supersonic to get back in time yeah, for NXT say, on Tuesday night. Not like there's anything else he does on Tuesday night, well, guys. <laughs> question <laughs> is the Voncord. Yeah, question is, will he be... If he does fly Von Cord on Tuesday, because he'll be here for the NXT preview as normal, I would assume. Of course, yeah. yeah. Will it be a situation where he sticks around uh-huh. or he damages the environment by flying back and then flying back again? Because it's like a four-hour window. It's like a split shift. Not Taylor Swift. He'll stick around. <laughs> uh, thank you, Andy, for your donation. Anyway, Matt, we'll probably see you there, speaking of the Von Cord. <laughs> hey, maybe this won't be the last live show we do, I'm just saying. Uh, Andy says, I feel Osprey would have been better off in WWE as their creative team is in a better place right now. Um, well, what do you reckon to that, first of all? And which wrestlers would you like to see switch sides? I don't know. I can't figure out where Will Ospreay fits. I think AEW makes the most sense in that way that it's still it's still a place, theoretically, where the best wrestlers in the world can have the best matches. Mm-hmm. Um, there are wrestlers within WWE I think you can have your best matches with. I think the form that Gunther's been in, pretty much since he's been in the main roster, yeah. mm-hmm. is a, a kind of match-of-the-year type of guy. But there's more of them in AEW, so I get it. But I think AEW has a problem that WWE had for years, decades even, which they're kind of suffering through right now, which is the just a guy syndrome. Mm-hmm. Like the amount of people that were just a guy by WWE in the Vince era was criminal. It was it was one of the reasons why AEW exists, ultimately. But I think AEW's really struggling with that at the moment. Like the people that become just a guy extremely quickly or don't fade into the background, but just become normalized yeah. by it. And I, like you kind of normalize a Will Ospreay. I'm not even the biggest Ospreay fan, but from an offensive point of view, from a like the match of the year candidates that he's stacked up this year versus pretty much anybody else, if you love him, he's sort of untouchable in his field right now. And the last thing you want to do with a guy like him is normalize They can't do to Will Ospreay what WWE ultimately did to his contemporary in Ricochet. Mm. You, you just simply can't do that. That's like promotional malpractice. Yeah. I go back and forth on this all the time as to where I'd rather him end up. I think I'm more interested in him ending up in a WWE. I want to look at it. Just because it's yeah. a more interesting yeah. like theory. But it's like, I feel at this point, like at least with Triple H running things, if it's not going to be Vince McMahon, um, like they've almost got a point to prove in WWE that mm. it's not the place where people just go and kind of disappear into the fold. Like they tried it with Cody. Like that was a big proving ground to mm. say to AEW talent, like, hey, look, there is another side. Like, it's not like all peaches and cream over there. Yeah. Mm. How about you try over here? And now Osprey is another one to do that with, but in a different way in terms of, like, the massive star on the indies. or not, Well, not indies, but you know what I mean? Like, making the name outside of the normal yeah. route in wrestling yeah. of going to one of the big two in America. Um, and to be able to do that with Osprey and put him on a on a pedestal and put him on a platform where he can be himself, but also under the WWE umbrella, and it still works out for both sides, Mm. I think is like a big proving point for this sort of Triple H's WWE. I think if you'd have asked me, yeah, a year or two ago, I'd have gone, no brainer. But now it's up in the air. In terms of switching sides, just thinking off the top of my head there, Ricochet and Ricky Starks, it's a fair trade, isn't it? Ricochet, like I think Ricochet in AEW, he's one guy that I don't think Triple H or WWE's creative sort of resurgence can... Not fix, but I don't think they can make him the star he maybe once could have been. Yeah. So I wouldn't mind again. Another guy I would take a look at in AEW, but I would imagine could easily get mm. swallowed up by the roster blow. You know, the one place I would have loved Osprey to go is the only place he's officially noped, which is TNA. He was so yeah. massive 
for look, I love the TNA switchover, the brand change and all that. You look at the ticket sales, it's not doing anything to spike impact from being anything other than it's a number three. But number three. Number two, we're number one. <laughs> like the gap yeah. is enormous. Like I love it when a wrestler is so big and such a big deal that like they kind of elevate a company to so much more than it would be otherwise. Yeah. Osprey would have been a really lovely fit there, but it's the one place he's kind of said, I love it, but yeah, no. Which I think it's probably <laughs> yeah. fair considering yeah. where oh. the ricochet thing is fascinating though, because if he if they end up in WWE at the same time, like you know, Will Osprey's going to want to redo that. It's WrestleMania, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's like WWE recently, like Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, they've lent on that backstory so much to build mm-hmm. something I mean, incredible, and they've made a hell of a lot of money by doing it. Mm. Like to a much lesser extent, Gunther and uh, Ilya Dragunov, they still kind of did it in the NXT UK. Like they played on that backstory. They're not afraid of using what people have done elsewhere. So long as the story fits WWE and they can use it for their yeah. own personal Kane game. Kane Velasquez and Brock Lesnar, of course. <laughs> of course. Oh, boy. That, yeah. But, like, they're fascinating of Will Ospreay and Ricochet, of where they are now compared to where they were last time they fought mm. and how far Ospreay's come, like, especially. And now Ricochet's been in the sort of WWE fold for that long. Like Household name in wrestling exactly, terms. Exactly. Like, what is that match these days? Yeah, it's absolutely fascinating. They came to us for the footage and we say, all right, we'll do a co-pro show with you. <laughs> <laughs> Just a thought. Uh, there's going to be a huge debut at Full Gear. Some names have been ruled out mm. today by uh, Fightful and uh, uh, Meltzer, I believe, as well. Former Zolf Ziggler's not going to happen. His contract's in the wrong place. It's not going to work until December, yeah. I believe. Mercedes Money. He got. I'm just going to go for it. Ronda Rousey. Yes. Um, I thought this yesterday. It like, sort of came to me in that moment of realisation that the tag match was taking place. Uh, with Marina Shafir against Athena and Billy Starks. That has gone really well based on the buzz that it's generated. Might have Ronda Rousey's neck, yeah. Well, indeed, based on the buzz. <laughs> if It's worth going out of your way, if nothing else, on X to see the, uh, the spot in which <laughs> Billy Starks does a release German on Ronda. Um, oh, my God. But everything else getting shared on the match. I can't say I've seen it in full, but everything else I've seen yeah. looked super heated. Ronda looked completely in the mood. You know, if she's got an interest in, not just like the financial side of things, but an interest in pro wrestling full stop. Uh, she'll probably want to try and erase memories of that last WWE run. She's had that chip on her shoulder for quite a while. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tony Khan was careful in the wording of his tweet mm-hmm. about like, me- not measuring expectations as such, but just the way the way he even phrased it, like uh, like something like a wrestler that will be well known to all mm-hmm. AEW fans, and she respected and respected, yeah, like she is ultimately like it, respect is sort of a tricky one because people might attach things about her personal life slash views and she's a controversial figure in that regard but this is also man that's just hired Ric Flair so he's kind of like <laughs> he's kind of like putting his own feet to the fire on that front at the moment isn't he so I just the fact that like and it's not just that she's just had this match and she's just in the conversation like we said this weeks ago the Athena Billy Starks match was a surprise because that is the Tony Khan mm. wrestling universe isn't it you know like yeah. Athena's this massive star she's kind of feeling like she's carrying Ring of Honor's brand recognition on her back at yeah. the moment. And that sort of felt like an overlap. And on the same show when the Swerve and Hangman furthered their angle with a like a, a storyline attack from Hangman, that was very AW-pilled last night, mm. and there she was. Before I get your thoughts, Phil, is that also going to be on a show where timeless Tony Storm regains her title? I can't make my mind up about this. I think now that she will, but there are just as many avenues to pursue if she doesn't. Um, she kind of poo-pooed the help of 
Mariah May, but I've been trying, as I think a lot of wrestling fans have, to learn the plot of All About Eve rather yes. than just sitting down to actually watch it. And ultimately, the Eve character replaces, I think Margot is the Tony Storm yes. in the film. Eve replaces her and becomes the film star, that the star that everybody loves and they forget about the first one. So you could just as easily start that story with Tony Storm getting beat and then Mariah May thinking, do you need my help? I'll mm. help you next time. And then they go off in that direction. I hope she loses. I think that character is so over. I don't want to be fighting for the title. I want AEW to have the excuse to run a minimum of yeah. two to three separate storylines and it not just be about the belt. I would like it to lose for that reason alone. Send Sheeda off into her own story while Tony Storm continues to get over this one. Is the result uh, black and white for you, Phil? Who do you reckon wins? <laughs> Tara Sheeda, Diamond's Tony Storm. No, I'm not. <laughs> dignify that with a response. God damn it. Circling back to the uh, the surprises, Cedric's though. Cedric's it. It doesn't really... <laughs> off one of them, you're just like... Yeah, you son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, who do you think the surprise is going to be, though? I'm thinking... I'm leaning towards Ronda Rousey yeah. stuff as well. I, like, to play devil's advocate, I guess the only other person that I can think of at the minute is kind of tied to Ronda Rousey since she's going to be wrestling for him like next month is it um probably in pro wrestling revolver uh Sammy Callahan obviously like yeah great friends with John Moxley he's kind of probably been after him for ages behind the scenes they've got a history going way way back yeah um and obviously he's left impact recently and did a big sort of song and dance about being open for business team mm-hmm. together on that show last night didn't they yeah so, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um so I wouldn't be surprised if Sammy if Sammy Callahan gets brought in uh and Andy Murray did a great video on sort of 10 possible people that are as available as a podcast and as a video coming soon. Um, well, the video's out now. I don't, I shouldn't, don't know why I said it like that. Uh, <laughs> and it's going to drop on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he sort of mentioned Vikingo because he's one of those people that, like Ibushi, I just assume is already all elite, yeah. but isn't being confirmed. Sid, on the collision preview, said uh, Chris Hero. Yeah, he's yeah. working... Uh, can't remember who, Timothy Thatcher maybe, mm-hmm. in a comeback match. So he's around and about, and he's done agent in for yes. Impact. I was going to say, he stuff for AW, guy who would right? have a lot to offer behind the scenes, yep. like not just as a wrestling guy. Like, his mind is, like, perfect for the business. <laughs> Again, on the wording of the tweet, that's quite a good shout. Like, on the strict terms of how Tony mm-hmm. Khan has phrased this, yeah. he's kind of asking you to be like, get excited for somebody you know. Yeah. Don't, don't think I'm bringing back the punk it. Like yeah. there's the, He's there's done that these, way too many times yeah. in the past. <laughs> so he's trying to measure it this time, I think. It's like, buy full gear, but not specifically for this. Yeah, so we yeah. want you to buy the show and get this as a treat while you're here. He's a thing. very, like, in terms of, like, indie guys that never really got their due. He's yeah. a very oh, well-respected yeah. guy and much liked in, like, every locker room he's ever I, been yeah. in. Well. That, uh, Survivor Series weekend where he fought, oh no, fought uh, Riddle. Was wasn't it? It was. That would have been twenty seventeen. I think I it was. Love that. Is it? Yeah, because um, they did the flash. People were so ridiculous about that online. It was the flash yeah. finish, wasn't it? And then they yeah. rematched it again. Like at the like, oh, we're never yeah. going to see the match. Oh, we've seen it anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was super. Uh, uh, as Phil says, like an incredible <laughs> wrestling mind as yeah. well, Chris Hero. I don't know what he's got left in the tank yeah, in physically. Ring. There's probably at least you know a handful of matches, but yeah. what he offers to the company is obvious. Yeah. Do a final couple of questions on Full Gear, and there's lots of questions that, uh, thankfully, uh, lots of people have sent in, and I will get to them in a second. International Championship, Orange Cassidy, John Moxley. Can Orange Cassidy beat him again, or is he just going to eat his orange punch for lunch? The, the eating the orange punch thing kind of made me think more that Orange Cassidy was going to win, mm-hmm. but I, I'm still leaning more towards Moxley. It feels like they had a story sometime in there that got disrupted mm-hmm. and maybe they just want to go back to that and redo that but it's yeah just that orange punch just puts that seed because normally it's the whole opposite momentum rule in wrestling it doesn't work out like that yeah 
uh, I'm just going heart over head and saying Orange Cassidy wins. I want so desperately for Cassidy to win. Like, I feel like AW are not great at um, plan Bs and plan Cs when mm. injuries take place. And I have to think that that all-out match was booked and designed the way it was for then Orange Cassidy to have this sort of period of introspection mm-hmm. and a version of the Orange Cassidy we've seen um, to get back to the point where he beats John Moxley decisively at this pay-per-view Clean? instead. Clean enough, yeah, like... I know Amazing. you've. I know you've got something. Lazy got, kick to the cock. That's what I'm calling it. Uh, lazy cock. <laughs> uh, but I, I want so much for Cassidy to win so that Moxley can just shake his hands and we can do away with this yeah. Yeah. really confused heel babyface dynamic within the BCC. John Moxley, the babyface, <laughs> back doing John Moxley stuff. Like this is needed simplifying for ages for yeah. me. It's weird previewing the main event of Full Gear because everyone. Is unanimous, I think. MJF retains against Jay White. I'm sure after a sensational match, yeah, it'll be fine. But is it more <laughs> about the, is it more about the devil making an appearance for you? Yeah, they've been quite coy here, haven't they? Because they haven't made it abundantly clear that it's going to be paid off at full gear. Mm-hmm. Like it's not. You haven't felt like one of the things where in wrestling, even though there's been this mysterious figure that looms over the promotion, then conveniently, like this mysterious figure, then says, and at this uh, specifically this assigned date on the calendar, I will reveal myself. <laughs> Why the devil? Surely you have control over this. So I don't necessarily think we're getting the mass pulled. I'd love it if we were, but I don't think we're getting the mass pulled away. But I do think they are starting to give you clues. Mm. Um, Roddy Strong basically saying, it's MJF, Adam, it's MJF. Pretty much rules out MJF, doesn't it? Yes. Like, Roddy Strong is not reliable. And he pointed at Cole's scream when he went, I know who the devil is. And he was pointing at Adam Cole. Ooh. And a lot of people think it is Adam Cole and whatever. Like, I'm going back to my original guess of Don Callis. Yeah. Because the Callis family have got nothing to do now. <laughs> They've been beaten definitively by Kenny Omega. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, like, I, I am still on the hook, but I feel like I'm in the minority of people. So if they did just pull the mask off at full gear, I imagine quite a lot of people would be happy to see the back of it. Yeah, f- I'm feeling like the devil thing's starting to drag its heels a little bit. Like, it's not developed, I think, enough. Mm over the last few weeks to warrant it being on TV every single week. Like yeah. It just feels like they're putting a lot of faith in you just sticking with this because yeah. it's going to go somewhere eventually, but we just need to get there for a bit because we've got nothing else to do week to week. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like if it's not at Full Gear, there needs to be something big that happens at Full Gear that then pays off on Dynamite or something. Like yeah. It needs to be sooner rather than later for me. What if it's uh, MJF and he doesn't know he's doing it? And things where like he's been corrupted. And it's like, like a me, myself, to, and Irene situation. He's tried so hard to be the good guy <laughs> that he's every now and then he just blacks out. And then when he wakes, <laughs> and then when he wakes up, like all these terrible things have happened, including like he's uh, sent a text message to himself saying, <laughs> saying, saying, put the acclaim through glass. And then like he's seen it happen and said, why, why is this happening? And then like he finds he finds a phone. And it's his own. He wakes up in bed and instead of like a horse's head next to him, it's just a devil mask. Yeah, staring back at him. <laughs> I like the idea of. Uh, or maybe it's like the mask. It's the movie, the mask. And when he puts on the mask, then he becomes really evil. One of the greatest movies. And he like of all sucks time. onto his face. And then a dog wears it. And a dog <laughs> becomes the champion. And then Jamie Kennedy, I believe, wears it in the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't really get as well, much. Was was this a mask too? Yeah. It was just uh, like uh, no, the, was not the mask too. <laughs> <laughs> the mask too. The mask is back. <laughs> like, like, I'll do some research into this in a yeah. second. But, mask uh, too. There's still a mask. <laughs> but. Uh, Two, here we go. Son of the Mask. <laughs> Son of the Son Mask. Of the masks. That's it. Right, okay. Of 2005. Ugh, not good. Poor Alan Cumming getting dragged into this. And Bob Hoskins. All of the, uh, you should know this, did all of the gym. Oh boy, budget, eight to five to a hundred million dollars, box office, 60 million. Oh no. <laughs> 
And that's probably included like coming, mask Alan toys as well. Was Loki <laughs> before? Well, he Loki. should have. He should have turned his performance up a little bit. <laughs> uh, so th- there was uh, Mask Two: Revenge of the Mask. There was Ace Ventura: When Nature that's Calls. <laughs> yeah. And there was Dumb and Dumberer. Yeah. yeah. All of like Jim Carrey's big three that year got the got the sequel treatment. The only yeah. only one was Goad when Nature Calls. Down, I love this. <laughs> <laughs> did you do that? Was it when Nature Calls when he had those like green beans or whatever yeah. they call them? And I, I bet you did that. Yeah, didn't yeah, like, yeah, Sunday yeah. dinner yeah, every week. I mean, did. I picked Carvery's. And he's like, oh no, they put green beans on his bloody plate. Honestly, I'm genuinely surprised you didn't get like married in one of the Dumb and Dumber costumes, like suits, like <laughs> <laughs> bright pink suit or something. That's a vow renewal. Yeah. <laughs> Driving to the uh, ceremony in that dog car thing. Mutts <laughs> 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 nuts was that? <laughs> something. We got a button for that. I got a photo of that next to that at Comic Con once. Yeah. 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 First, everyone else, out of the way, nerds. (laughs) You want to get a photo with the door from Lord of the. uh, What's it called? Putting your head on drones. Putting your head on the flap of ear. Going like, I'm the dog. (laughs) The banter hound himself. (laughs) Uh, I think there might even be a spot where the devil appears in a sort of crap mask. Right. Not like when they did the the Bray Wyatt fiend thing. You're like, that's not a really good fiend. Oh, mask. got a bin bag devil. Yeah, they do that, and it's just Juice Robinson, and that's how you get a near fall for JY. Ooh, but they go, that's not nice. obviously not the actual devil. Yeah. It's not going to be like a devil in the crowd, and then he takes the devil mask off, and there's a devil mask in. Like <laughs> Sting. <laughs> yeah. uh, right, let's run through some of the questions, because uh, thanks to everyone. I've, I need to get around to some of these. Uh, Michael Everett says, Happy Friday from the probable location of WrestleMania 41. Oh, I didn't realize you were in Wembley. Oh no, the great straight of Minnesota. Uh, how how mini is the soda? Do you think it's time for the brawling brutes to break Nicholas up? I think Butch slash Pete Dunne would be a great singles asset in the upper mid card. Um, I don't know because I I don't mind them doing jobs at the moment. Truthfully, I think you've got to have like winners and losers in any division. And Triple H has done quite a good job of re-establishing the tag divisions across all the brands, like NXT included this year. I'd keep them as is for now. Pete Dunne's young. Remember a couple of years ago when he signed that contract? And it was like, oh, five more years with WWE while AW's hot. And it's like, yeah. I mean, at the end of that day, he's going to be 28 or something <laughs> like he's, like I'd take, like, I'd take a punt that he's about 26, something like that. I don't know. Yeah. But either way, like, there's so much time for Pete Dunne to get the restart. Under 30. 30. Is he 30 now? Well, like, well, I stand hell. a bit corrected there then. But like Only the, just 30, though. There's still ages. And uh, if you're Triple H and you saw what, you saw what you saw of him in 2016, 17 to push him the way he did in the UK. I just still think there's time. I think that's better as a purpose serving team. Well, if you're a massive Pete Dunne fan, you'd be angling for the split. Yeah. But I just, I don't know. I think they f- fulfill a, a role I on the roster. They're having fun matches as well. Yeah. Minute. Like, I don't think, like, the tag team scene's in a really good place. And I don't immediately see how WWE positioned them separately mm. at, at the minute. Like, I don't think WWE sees them as that just yet in no. terms of, like, promo guys and things like that. Like, the little, um, the like, oh, the well, the Peaky Blinders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. at least that's them trying to establish them separately from Seamus as their own characters. Mm-hmm. Like, they're only just starting to do that because they've just been Seamus' boys for so long now. Mm. So, they need a little bit more of that, establish them both as their own characters in their own right before you can start thinking about splitting them up, I think. I think, like, there's so many... I always think this now, tuning in Raw and SmackDown, there are so many characters I like to watch, but then it's easy to forget the importance of the ones that you're not that fussed about. Yeah. Like, you can't establish that many. We've seen this this year with, like, mm. the Judgment Day and, the, like, the Raw baby faces. I haven't got tired of those combinations of matches, but plenty of people have. Yeah. You do need... 
that like roster depth as long as people aren't disappearing. And the broad yeah. groups haven't disappeared. Yeah. They've just helped. Like, look at, like, Pretty Deadly, for example, and how much they've benefited getting going because of a team like the Brawling Brutes. Yeah. Yes, boy! Yes, boy! We got some! <laughs> oh, Zutalo. <laughs> we'll be there. We're going, we're going Perth. We're going Leon. We're going Berlin. Going everywhere. The only Leon we're going to is probably like a service station. On like a, <laughs> when a train gets cancelled and we get in a car at the last minute to next year's all in or something. Do it. We better be bloody going all in next year. I'm not, I'm not missing we're out going again. All in next year. Come on. I, I think you should like play a blinder on Wilbur. You know, that would be really thought, funny, thought better of it. Yeah. Like we're, we're actually, actually we're not bothered anymore. Yeah, we did fine. it last year. It's just gonna be the same again. And Miller should get his back. He'll probably be working it by that time. <laughs> uh, David Esposito, <laughs> Phil says, "Cheers, boys. Happy Friday." Simple question: Is Darby the one to retire Sting, or does the rub go to someone else? Oh God, it's gonna be Ric Flair. <laughs> oh no! Please, God, no. I think it makes sense for Darby to do it, and I think they'd yeah. be able to do it in the storyline where you don't have to turn Darby heel or anything stupid to be able to do it. It's just the like respect thing of like you've been with me through this, like you helped me revitalize my entire career. Mm. Like I want you to be the guy. Um, and that then- mind coffin match. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> I see the last image of Sting that we have in a match. A just his little drop. face going. Attempting <laughs> his own coffin drop. <laughs> the Randy Orton RKO to himself. <laughs> I love Hi, everyone. I love that they've potentially preserved Sting's first AW singles match to his last ever match. Yeah. I think it has to be a singles for that reason yeah, alone. Yeah. They've done so well resisting the urge to put him in a singles. Um, so and it's, yeah. like, it's the um, Stone Cold Steve Austin situation of Mania against Kevin Owens, where you knew like Kevin Owens went and bumped his ass off for yeah. him. Darby Allen is going to bump his oh ass yeah. off for Sting and bring all of the like, pace and energy that Sting probably won't be able to in his like old elder years in like a singles match situation anyway. And he's going to go all out to yeah. give Sting that like last one great match. Mm. It'd be quite nice if like Sting when he painted his face up, like painted one half of it in the white paint that, like, does not come off under any circumstances. <laughs> so when he sweat the other half off, he retires, like, looking a bit like Darby. Ah, yeah, half and half. I think he's going to do half surface thing the other side. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> like, with hair as well. Like, short hair. <laughs> just like, it's like, Tony, I've got to go through the airport for, like, a week with this. <laughs> I've got grandkids. <laughs> I think it should be Bill Goldberg who shows up tomorrow night. <laughs> Bill Goldberg retires. Steve. Or, in all seriousness, right, because it is really, it should be bad. But it's really quite sweet, I think, in wrestling when this happens. They pay off one of the dumbest, like, almost long-term gags in AEW. And Sting and Darby win the tag belts and retire. They've got the best record by miles yeah. in that tag division. And, like, nobody, because it's Sting, so nobody gets, like, when you're getting your shot. I know the rankings aren't a thing anymore, which yeah. helps that case. But, yeah, they win the belts and Sting says farewell, holding the title aloft, and then the titles go up to... Would he book a, a tournament? <laughs> yeah. But like, either way, like, that'd be a nice... I, I like Trish retiring with the women's title. In yeah, so it's just nice, nice, and it's quite sweet sometimes. It's so. also, yeah, it, it works people as well, because you're like, well, you're not going to win in your yeah. last match if it's for a title, but mm-hmm. why not? FTR or something. Mm. You know, just like, so just a real... Oh, Young Bucks. Heel Young, young Bucks. Young as heels, that's the one, isn't it? Yeah. We've, that's the, we've cracked it. It feels yeah. like, especially nowadays, it feels like the old days of going out on your back is very much over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's no, whatever makes sense, isn't that it? That hasn't like, happened in quite a long time, <laughs> no, actually, really. No. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help? a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash whatculture. Uh, let's get some more questions then. Um, Chris Crane says, what is your favorite lesser-known wrestling move or your favorite finisher that a wrestler no longer uses? Oh, I've got a good answer for this because I was thinking about it for a list recently. It's the Randy Savage running, like sort of decapitation clothesline. He was such a sicko yeah. that where he would grab the opponent, run the full length of the ring, and then he himself would leap over the top rope yeah. just for the purpose of snapping their head. It's so needlessly elaborate in Randy Savage. It's That's like, great. I could, uh, <laughs> like, what, sort of bottom of the ring to, you set up a ring for like a legit eight foot maybe, top rope yeah. to the floor. And he's like, I mean, I could just like snap him off the rope. Or I could take an eight foot drop to my ankles. <laughs> like, I can see why you wouldn't want to do it, but like the impact and the snap, because Randy Savage had that snap. incredible snap. Like, I love it. And it just visually looked amazing. And it's a bit of a dick move as well. Yeah. I like, just, just punch him. No, thank you. <laughs> like that. Imagine if he eliminated himself from a rumble like that. 1992, he eliminated himself from the rumble. That's I'm trying to do a pin, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. Randy, what are you doing, mate? <laughs> uh, Phil? Uh, the Rikishi driver. Yes. Oh, yeah. Like, he doesn't do it now because of other reasons, but it did get banned, didn't it? Because yeah. when pile drivers got banned. But mm. God damn, that move was so good. It looks... Incredibly oh dangerous. God, you use it all the time on the video <laughs> game. Video game. Everybody <laughs> picked the Rikishi I had driver. It, yeah, yeah. I had it. it's a Rikishi mm-hmm. driver is my finish on the video game. Mike Such a good move. Mike Hock did, yeah. <laughs> when he wasn't taking a beating. <laughs> and I will go. It's a bit premature, but I'm going to go Pepsi Plunge. <laughs> when could we say that again, potentially? <laughs> Darren Davies says, Hangman should come out to Metallica's Unforgiven at full gear. Uh, that will give him some edge in this match, and hopefully he sticks to this badass persona. Yeah, the pr- I love the promo on Dynamite, Phil, and him kicking Swerve's ass at the... What was the show he was at? Revolver? Yeah, we were, it was a Ronda Rousey one. So yeah. Was that Pro Wrestling Revolver? Oh, I should know this, but yeah, I think it was Revolver. It was either that or the Lucha Vavavoom. I'll double check. I, remember which I think it was Revolver. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, what, what do you make of his promo on, on Dynamite? 
Cornat Swerve's family, children, and saying he was going to kill him, basically. It was exactly what Hangman Page needed. Yeah. Yes. Like, he's been missing this edge to him for a really, really long time. And I think Swerve played it beautifully in terms yeah. of, like, his reactions to it. And just the confidence in Swerve to be able to go through that kind of a not even a promo battle, just someone shouting in your face mm-hmm. and not say a goddamn word yeah. about the whole thing. And because, like, ev- like, they both knew that that was what Paige needed in that moment yeah. to sell this match. And I think it elevated Paige much more than anything else that has happened <laughs> in this feud has. Oh, and I love Swerve. He's absolutely incredible. And he's definitely a future world champion. But, like, yeah, just the confidence of being able to know that you can sit through this and take this because that's what the story needs, mm-hmm. even though your character... <laughs> Like is kind of diminished because of it, because it's like the the, the the sort of tides, the scales of it just kind of get shifted and to yeah. hang on Paige's favour, and you know you're kind of eating shit a little bit. It's weird, isn't it? <laughs> you've, got, you've got to sort of be selfless and selfish about yeah. how your character's spoken about yeah. in those terms, yeah. And I think, yeah, the confidence to be able to do that and just know that it's going to work out for the best for both of them going forwards is fantastic. Was it the Metallica song? Uh, I'm a bit of a Metallica dunce, but he came out to the Moxley Deathmatch of Revolution with a different song, didn't mm. he? Like a big, metal-y, cowboy sort of thing. So I don't know if it was that same one, no, it was a different one. But yeah, he's, he has done that before for the big ones. So Badan says, I've been wondering if AW did a mixed tag tournament, what sort of teams would you like to see besides couples when we can finally get featured too? Lol. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mixed tag. Britain Brit and Adam obviously would be awesome. Besides couples. But besides it's literally couples. written right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, considering that he's now like this, he's kind of he's turned heel effectively because he's targeting MJF. We haven't like, and we've seen him kick an ass. But Wardlow is this like I want to destroy people as quick as possible with a big mean face on, and Willow Nightingale. Oh I mean, my like, god! Can destroy people just as much, but kind of just does it because it's the sport and the job. <laughs> and one was like, let's kill him, and she was like, eh, we can have a nice time out there, yeah. like, uh, like as the destroyers of the whole thing, like the ones you do not want to face. Yeah. You've got the easy ones of like Julia Hart and Malachi Black or yeah. something. Which yeah, be fun. Nice stable stuff. Have you put him with Timeless Tony Storm for that tournament? Ooh. I was thinking that. Just like Eddie Kingston, just because it'd be really funny. That is, <laughs> <laughs> that is great, actually. <laughs> and he, like Eddie Kingston himself, is like like the most serious man in the world. Is wondering why all of a sudden everything's gone black and white. <laughs> yeah. like I also want to give a shout out to, and I want to make sure I get, I get this right. Because I thought it was one of the most memorable things after on a very memorable dynamite to yes, John Cruz. Yeah. Legend. One of the best squash matches I've ever seen that. Yeah. How you can sell a nope spot going ah! in midair. <laughs> Brilliant. Absolutely sensational. Uh, Kid Icarus says, I'm going to Daly's Place Dynamite in January. Oh, I want to go to Daly's Place. Phil. We're going to finish recording. Taking my girlfriend to her first wrestling show, she's buzzing. Any advice to assist a first timer? Also, should we sit near a door or no door? Cheers, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kid Icarus. Yeah, thank you, Kid Icarus, for everything. Uh, what would you? I've never been at Daly's Place, so I can't offer advice on that specific venue. But like, just let her know that she's sitting on like sort of hallowed ground. Like this was, it's like using. Yeah, do you show him stuff before or no? Oh no, I, I wouldn't. Don't, I wouldn't because when that like sort of sun, when you get that dusk time of day oh my God. in Jacksonville, and you get to tell people that like look at this amphitheater, the reason why this was the home of pro wrestling during the pandemic is because it was basically custom built for it. Yeah. We're an indoor outdoor place. You can sit scattered apart. The wrestlers used to sit there. Like, I mean, I think she'll have a great time because AW tried. They, 
I wouldn't say they necessarily deliver the best dynamites at Dailies, but they always try to make them feel a little bit special. Don't mm. they? There's always a homecoming element to it. It's probably going to be Adam Copeland's first. I'm trying to think of like first yeah. Dailies, like yeah. seeing Punk at Dailies was like so weird. It was like, oh my, what are you doing here? Yeah. Like Edge gets to be another one. Um, I think I don't know. Maybe I'm just over romanticizing it because of the Dailies we saw through the screen. But I just feel like that venue must speak for itself as a place to watch wrestling when you sat there. Yeah. I think as well, like live wrestling is great. Mm-hmm. Like I don't like my girlfriend hates wrestling. She just doesn't get <laughs> it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's been to like quite a few like indie shows with me, mm. um, and always gets yeah, on board with it. Yeah. It's the kind of it's the panto aspect of it, like the, <laughs> the crowd interaction and uh, just the sort of the vibe of the crowd and the like, yeah, booing the heels and cheering the faces and stuff. You can get on board with it without yeah. really needing to know anything about wrestling. Just yeah, that so you long could as just, that you could do just when they walk out. Buddy. <laughs> Goody. And it is like, write the time down, we'll one. It, it's freak <laughs> pro wrestling. Yeah, we, yeah. we watch so much of it that you forget it. But like, when somebody goes there live, and like, my wife's had a similar experience, she likes it via osmosis through me, but doesn't really feel anything for it. Yeah. And then the few times attending shows or with friends that I've been to, it's, there's always that like one point where it's like, why? They look like they got them there. And it's like, well, it, yeah, that's the whole work. That's the whole show. Welcome to my entire life and passion. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, live, you were definitely going to feel that more. Yeah. Like, dives, friggin', like, anything off the top. The first time anybody climbs up, like, it's really high. <laughs> I, always think, I always think about the bottom step of my stairs at home and how I would not like to be stood backwards and then fall off it. <laughs> I don't want to take a back bump off the bottom step. <laughs> and it's like, I just climb the po- top of the post. Top, What's, top he the doing What's he doing up there? The best thing from this, like, that I happened to me recently, at least, was at the Impact Show. Took my friend Amy, who used to work for What Culture, mm. who had never been to a wrestling show before. Oh yeah, ever, ever, ever. And obviously, it's the flippy guys that like get people because yeah. it's like it's the circus of mm. it. And uh, she'd never seen Will Ospreay. She had no clue who Will Ospreay is. First <sighs> time ever seeing a Will Ospreay match. If you go on my Twitter, you can see pictures from it. Because it was just like sneakily so taking pictures <laughs> of it. Because it was hilarious. Because she was fully on board in yeah. that moment watching Will Ospreay do Will Ospreay stuff. Um, and like it's that moment where it kind of it just grabs you and it like takes over almost and it doesn't matter if you like wrestling yeah. or don't like wrestling it's just in that moment you are being entertained by these ridiculous men doing ridiculous things in front of you yeah it's uh, it's the magic still like I don't want to say cinema because that word's been overused with wrestling this year but it is television it yeah. is absolutely television yeah. I've said this a million times nobody not one single solitary soul ever said to me while I sat down to watch I don't know Coronation Street. Like, nobody walked in the room and said, well, uh, Gail Platt's not related to Sarah Louise. <laughs> like, no, they're not. This is pretend. Like, and yet, you were told over and over again, well, that's not real. Yeah, it's yeah. like, and then you just get invested in watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lee Gleesby says, I'm up in Newcastle all day for the show. Can't wait, Lee. Can't wait to see you, mate. Uh, top five things to do slash visit to pass the time whilst waiting for the show. Also, after party. Yeah, we're going nowhere after that show finishes. A few beers with everyone. It'd be nice, nice to see mm-hmm. uh, people. What should, should uh, Lee do? Up in Newcastle. We've got a very nice museum. Uh, we've got a complete heap of a football stadium that you shouldn't visit. <laughs> giving money to awful people supporting an awful club. Uh, and I'm not just saying that because they're rivals anymore. Uh, don't put money in those coffers. Uh, we've got a surprisingly broad range of very affordable central food places. I realised this last night on X when Alice, somebody else, came to the show, asked about places, and I'm not the most cultured person. 
and I thought of meat stack for burgers, pizza punk for pizzas, and zapatistas, zapatistas. for Mexicans. Zapatistas. Oh all central, all near the bars. Like yeah. there is something the Granger Market for yeah. range and price. Oh, very, yeah. very, very city centre and very, very affordable. Yeah, so if you're there for lunch, definitely check out Granger Market because yeah. you can get whatever the hell you want in mm-hmm. there, and it's all yeah. really, really good. Uh, the Botanist is a nice place to sit and have a drink because the view's so nice inside. What are the, like, we've got the Every Man in the Tyneside Cinema if you want to take in a film in the middle of the day because yeah. they're yeah. super comfy and, like, indie quite cinemas. hipstery indie ones, yeah. Uh, what else? That's what you do during the day. I just think of the city and I just think of drink and, like, yeah, I want Lee to enjoy some of the great pubs, but then, like, he might get, he might overdo yeah. it and turn up the show pissed and then, heck, <laughs> and then heckle us. Oh, God. Yeah, <laughs> do that. Uh, Ethan says, hi, guys. Watching whilst doing uni assignments. Hi, Ethan. Probably not the best way to make music. Oh, Ethan, you're living the best part of your life, mate. (laughs) (laughs) So Uh, jealous. Just just drinking every single moment, Ethan, please. What? It's Friday. It's Friday. Drink in every single moment. (laughs) You're doing a uni assignment on a Friday. I would give anything. Mm. And you've got the hashtag bloody good quiz coming very soon. Hello. Anything to be doing a uni assignment on a Friday. I need like a minute with that. I'm in my (laughs) mind palace now. Jeff Raidmaker, cheers Jeff, says, you, Jeff. Morning Legends, has someone in recent memory been held in wrestling purgatory more by his contracts than Ricochet? Acknowledging Ali, but he didn't have that Lucha Underground contract. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, it does feel like it's this is like uh, Mustafa Ali's thing at this point, doesn't it? Like there Was that not the case with, um, oh, friggin' hell, uh, NXT typed in capitals all the time? Hmm? Uh, only Larkin, was he not like in purgatory oh, for a bit yeah. as well? Oh, yeah. And then decided to just stay put. He was, he was like, he basically tweeted, I'm free, I'm back, I'm Biff Busick, or whatever it was. And yeah. then something, they came to some sort of deal and he was yeah. back in again, yeah. It's a weird thing. Uh, Mr. Phoenix says, tomorrow's the day. Not full gear, obviously. NXT Rewind returns tomorrow with a look back at TakeOver Brooklyn 1. Find me on all your favourite podcast places and here on YouTube. Uh, but <laughs> Can't knock the hustle. <laughs> but he also says, predictions for all the ladies' matches, Mania Weekend. Jade versus Flair, Bailey versus EO, Becky versus Ripley. Tiffany versus Roxy versus Lyra, Stark and Baszler versus Kyrie and Asuka. Feels like you're all yeps there. Yeah. Um, Any disagreements on it then? Not really. Um, Jade Cargill versus Charlotte Flair is just absolutely captivating. Isn't yeah. It? Like the, as long as don't Charlotte. Don't need a title that. No, I don't no. think so. Like, but what a job Charlotte could do in every sense for Jade Cargill if that was to go well, and you would hope it would. Yeah. Um, aye, that could be special. And Becky and Rhea feels like the thing they've been. Doing really well to avoid for over a year. Yeah. We were having the WrestleMania discussions this time last year, and they ducked it. Yeah. He's, uh, he's been distracted. Yes. I've been distracted by a lovely message. Thank you, Adam. Uh, Adam is in Gales. Apologies if I've butchered your surname there, Adam. Great first name, though. Um, Adam. I'm listening at work where I make night vision goggles. <gasps> Podcast in the dark soon. I mean, oh, you, yeah. if you help us out, Adam, absolutely. <laughs> you want to send us some night vision goggles? Remember the night vision goggles <laughs> angle with Randy Orton when uh, he trapped all the legends <laughs> in that room at the performance center? Yeah, playing a playing a game of bones like the old days, and he flicked the light off. I'm like, oh no, who turned out the lights? Probably the person with night vision goggles that wants to kick your ass. <laughs> Brilliant. And then all of them, apart from Shawn Michaels, went to AEW, <laughs> and one of them worked on TV. Yeah, and no one left. Became Booker of the Year. Amazing. John Catter says, so seeing as with Flair signing, no one can be too problematic for AEW to sign. How about the surprise being Riddle? You haven't considered that. I think with good reason. Like, I don't know. The thing with Flair was, like... Tony Skill's been mentioned in the comments as well. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, Tony Khan was after Ric Flair from before that dark side aired. And probably in his mind has kind of rationalized it by, look, we 
have the right to be custodians of wrestling history just as much as WWE, and thus have the right to use legends in certain roles, no matter of their problematic past, of which there are hundreds of wrestlers with mm. them. You can't pick and choose, really. I'm not justifying the sign of Ric Flair by yeah. saying that. Uh, Riddle, if you ignore all of the other quite ugly legal stuff with Riddle and the, some of the things attached to his name, I think as he was leaving WWE, or as he was got, even then there were like stories breaking about this conduct in that airport that was just mm. like, it's quite, I don't know, do you really want that on your hands right now? Like if he goes and like has this like transformative run in the Indies and like says, oh, I've done this and I've done that and my personal life is very different how it was. Yeah. So I suppose you open dialogue, but it's now really the right time for a Riddle. I don't know. It's not a new thing with Riddle either, like, no. um, or the UFC deal, like, going back a really yeah, long course, time. Yeah. This has been the same person, and it's not really changed mm. ever since then. Um, but the Ric Flair thing, like you say, feels different. It feels like you like you you can't forget that Tony Khan is just a massive fan of wrestling. Yeah. And, like, in his little wrestling toy box, he just wants all of his favorites. Mm. And Ric Flair was one of them, and he just wants to kind of almost collect Ric Flair. <laughs> it's Ric Flair, as it said, whenever you look at that six-man, it's Sting, Copeland... Uh, and Derby with Ric Flair. So he's effectively working this weekend. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah he'll take a bump or he'll run in or some the brass knuckle shot or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bleed. Yeah, yeah. most likely. Um, <laughs> Jeff Raymaker says just chatting for Hamlet's selection of Savage's over the top uh, clothesline opponent with on, with an opponent on the ropes. That's always been my go to for great big moves that are no longer used. Uh, and just Daryl says, so busily listening to the SmackDown preview, I missed that Wrestle Culture was on live. Thank you, Daryl. Oh, thanks. Uh, did Sidgwick explain Kathy Kelly's tweet about KO and being wet? I, Sidgwick, uh, listened to the Collision podcast to find out why Sidgwick might not have been in the best place to explain that answer today. But I will so check in with him over the weekend or on a future review to find out what she meant by that. Did you see that, Phil? I didn't know. Grayson Waller tipped water. Maybe you can help, actually. Yeah, you might be able to help. Uh, that chair is the sort of font of knowledge, typically. Okay, yeah. So, not today. Grayson Waller tipped <laughs> a bottle of water over uh, uh, Kevin Owens to trigger him into getting kicked off the commentary booth on SmackDown yeah. last week. And Kathy Kelly tweeted the picture of it saying, This is the first time Grayson Waller's made anybody wet. And I, well, I let out a hearty chuckle. I went, <laughs> He's never tipped a bottle of water yeah, on somebody yeah. before. But then the quote tweets and the replies. Well, have a first time tip, my thoughts water. exactly are tipping mm-hmm. water, yeah. The quote tweets and the replies were altogether more vulgar, mm. and I do not know what's Can't happening. I get it. I don't understand. Any ideas? I mean, the internet can turn anything dirty, really, can't it? it if you had any ideas, let us know in the comments. Um, it was the bloody internet. Right. <laughs> it was the internet all along. Speaking of which, hi to Riley Harrington, who says, sick as a dog at home. At least I get to watch you boys on the live stream. Have a good weekend, gents. Well, Riley, hopefully this makes you feel a little better, because it's now time for a bloody good quiz. And this week's quiz is brought to you by Lena's 90 If you want a uh, name suggested with this week's bloody good quiz, then all you need to do is leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Do a five-star rating. Screenshot it. We need the proof. And then email it to me at <laughs> adam.wilbon.com. <laughs> I love this podcast, although it's ruined my ability to say man and hour in a normal way. <laughs> Just after my first ever wrestling match in Battle Royal at the big old age of 33, I Ooh, won. Well done, nice. Lena's 90. Uh, so this week's quiz is all about my new favourite thing, wrestling and video games, because uh, that match on Dynamo was absolutely goaded. <laughs> so, um, yes, it's back to normal this week. No weird wrestling descriptions, okay. uh, but they're all shame. the best ones there. Um, Have you got a sponsorship from like the PS5 for this quiz or something, so you can finally <laughs> like, stop well, having I, that fight with yourself? Anyone about any Black Friday deals, do let me know. Because <laughs> don't tell Anne-Louise, but I'm going to probably buy one for myself. <laughs> um, right. 
Ten questions, multiple choice, shouting name. Wait for me to come to you. Remember, guys, though, it's just for fun. Just for fun. Well, like cheese do, when I imagine it'll be very, very serious. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, yeah that, will, that will not be for fun. That will be for... <laughs> Join us at <laughs> Yeah, for keeps. Uh, that will be to the death. I love that. That's, we should put that on the poster. It will not be for fun. <laughs> Alexander Mendoza just writes, he can't use his cack. <laughs> um, uh, thanks for the help. <laughs> I think I'm starting to piece this together. Matt Rain says, uh, great recap for full gear. Sounds like it's got all this and more. Matt, I've always liked you now, Andrew. He's, uh, he's referring to the uh, the hottest catchphrase in sports entertainment right the SmackDown catchphrase. Stay tuned. On I think you might hear it later. Check it out on the SmackDown. Oh, yeah, there. Yeah. And on Twitter, probably in a bit. I'm a hack. <laughs> <laughs> Are you both ready? Ready. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Question number one. According to the Guinness Book of Records... What is the best-selling WWE video game of all time? Is it WWE Crush Hour? <laughs> WWE SmackDown, Here Comes the Pain? WWE SmackDown vs. Raw 2008? Or WWE All-Stars? Phil, why not? 2008. Yay! Well, yeah. Over 7 million copies sold. Wow. It was in that sweet spot, really, with the games, I yeah. think. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people have told us that they've got into wrestling through that era of the game. Like, after mm. the SmackDown series peaked, but when it was the SmackDown versus Raw. Yeah. See that a lot? The only thing I really liked about those was the um, GM mode. Really oh, good yeah. There was a storyline in one of those. I think it was the first SmackDown versus Raw. Substantially better than WWE TV that year. It's like Ric Flair and Vincent Mamma rivals something. They end up forming this, like, united army against you. It was yeah. gripping. It was absolutely gripping. Me and my mate at uni did, like, we booked, like, an entire, like, thing all the way to the Royal Rumble um, on the GM mode thing, because mm. it was, like, yeah, one yeah. has Royal, one has SmackDown. And then we started the Royal Rumble. We're like, let's just watch the match and see who wins. So we, like, got loads of beers in and started watching <laughs> the Royal Rumble. It lasted, like, four hours. <laughs> it was so long. We were leathered by the end of it. It was good fun. I, I used to <laughs> love the games. I remember, yeah, SmackDown 2. Um, when you in it, you could just be like, oh, I don't want to be that wrestler. I want to be someone else. And there's, like, six, I think, you could be back on that one. Yeah. And uh, mate and I was just, we just used to play it. Shout out Matt Rhodes if he's watching. Um, and <laughs> he, or one of us ended up as the Undertaker at the end. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, down to the final two. Who's going to, the main event of WrestleMania is going to be the Undertaker or is going to be Lita? <laughs> and he scored up like five finishes. Last ride, last ride, last ride, tombstone. And then she chucks him over the top of one. <laughs> the amount of people I've spoken to who bought SmackDown 2, and I was the age and did do this, and I'm sorry, I'm not proud of this particularly, but SmackDown 2, first game with Hell in a Cell, mm -hmm. and you'd seen a video of the roof coming yeah. through in the middle, obviously from the Foley thing, the amount of people I've spoken to, to like this specific, first match when you got SmackDown 2, yeah, Undertaker and Stephanie McMahon, Hell in a Cell, and it just speaks <laughs> like what an overheel she was, yeah. and how people hated it, and it was like, it was American badass, and he came out on a bike, like, I think the rolling might have been in the soundtrack to yeah. that game. <laughs> Last round. <laughs> <laughs> not on. Not thanks on. to Lee Cleesby, who's told me there's £100 off PS5s on Amazon right now. Ooh. Thanks, Lee. See you on Tuesday, Lee. 1-0 uh, to Phil. Now, one of the greatest WWE video games was, of course, WWF No Mercy. Goated. But on that game, who replaced Big Show at WrestleMania 2000? They kicked Big Show off, I believe, because of his weight gain, and they said, right, you're okay. not going on the game now. Obviously, they still had the four-way at WrestleMania 2000 on the game. Who did they pick to replace him in the game? Was it Kane, Stevie Richards, Chris Jericho, or Crash Holly? Pamphlet. It was Stevie Richards. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> what? 
I think there's something about the height of the model. Oh. I, I could be wrong about that. Like proper gaming people, Scott Tailford might even know That's more on this one. Weird. I'm sure, there's something to that. Shout out to uh, Bradley Edison who uh, nailed that straight away. One each then. Uh, question three: What, according to him, on the article that I read at least, <laughs> is Kofi Kingston's favorite game? Is it Paperboy, Frogger, Space Invaders, or Tetris? A strong lineup there, Phil. It, probably nothing to do with this, but they've definitely had Space Invader themed gear before. Mm. So Space Invaders. No, dear, that's wrong. Oh, Frogger would be sort of a nice description of some of those rumble escapes over the years, wouldn't it? <laughs> this blah, 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 is blah, true. Blah. But because I think it's goaded, and I just haven't thought about it in a while, I'm going to find an emulator tonight. Uh, I'm going to go with Paperboy. No, dear, <sighs> that's wrong. Tetris. Tetris. Tetris is good. They've Tetris had Tetris theme gear. Yeah, then, when you put them next to that, they've had Tetris theme gear as well, actually, haven't they? They have, yeah. yeah and Sonic theme gear. Yeah. I'm a Tetris 99 guy Nerds. on Switch. We've talked about this before. Tetris 99, you played it yet? What's your top? No, to be fair, Rich was talking to me about Unbelievable. That. What's your top finish? Two. Two. I've had one two. No, I, I just the one. It gets yeah. chaotic yeah. in that. When you're not the final <laughs> ten. Is that where it like, sends it across if you do... Uh, yeah, 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 so you're playing yeah, like yeah. 100 or 99 other people and like when you get a line in knackers somebody else's yeah. board and all that. I kind of like I the... I don't know uh, how some people do that. I know. And, you get to, and they get to like the last two and then they've got like two rows. And you're yeah. Like, what are you doing? Total luck, isn't it? You feel like you might be playing a couple of bots. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Kind of like the... Uh, what's the car football game that we like called? Which one? The car... Oh, Rocket League. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Until you start playing people that are above your skill level yeah, and then yeah, ruin yeah. it. No, 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 no. <laughs> Bullying kids. Kenny Osprey says, uh, happy Friday, folks. What is the best street song and why is it Turn the Page? Have a great weekend. Still one of the best album intros of all time. You're not wrong there, Kenny. I loved um, It's Too Late off the first album. I did, uh, but you know it uh, when I first got to uni on uh, karaoke. Nice. Uh, Without Thinking from Computers and Blues in 2011 pretty much changed my life. Yeah. Uh, 2011's Computers and Blues, my favourite album of uh, 2020, when uh, Adam Nicholas introduced it to me, he said, no, you shouldn't have given up on the streets here. Yeah, they had yeah, one yeah. last <laughs> unreal album. It's basically about the feeling when... The feeling? Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> when last minute somebody says, oh, wow, and then you say, yes. Like, it even says, I'll go out without a drink, out without thinking, and it's like... Yeah, that fe- that is yeah, one of like dream. great buzz. <laughs> to be able to do yeah. that again. Oh, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> it takes them back to a very different time frame. But yeah, that that buzz when you're on your way and you're almost like you wish your legs will get you to the pub quicker. Yeah, that sort of thing. I'm not meant to be out, and I'm out. Yeah. Oh yeah. god, we talked about that today. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, saw a clip of um, Mike Skinner. I don't know if it was a recent one or not. And he's doing a bit of a crowd surf. Someone nicked his shoe, and he was like, "Give me the shoe back. <laughs> no, not my sock, but give me the shoe. No more songs." <laughs> Phil, you a Streets fan? No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Blinded by Lights as well. Yeah, that's really good. Uh, question four. Too much brandy also makes me laugh. Really good. The streets are good. Yeah. Should we go and see him? I, he's, he's, he prices his tickets a little bit too high. But like the, uh, question four. Uh, I talked about WWE Crush Hour. Have you played it before? A I demo, so. I think. It's, uh, it's a wrestling game with no wrestling because you uh, fight as cars. Yeah. Um, but which wrestler on the game used a futuristic sports car in WWE Crush Hour. Was it Edge, Kurt Angle, Jeff Hardy, or Bradshaw? Hamlet. Uh, I want my car to be from the future, man. I'll go Jeff Hardy. I was going to go with Jeff Hardy as well. I've got you. No, Jeff. Oh, oh. I'm glad you took that bullet. Him and Matt 
were in a wood palance, wood panelled station wagon. Friggin' course they Weird. were, man. Triple H, by the way, armored ATV. <laughs> of course, of course. What uh, were the others then? Edge, Kurt, Bradshaw. Kurt just being something, something America gold medal, something gold medal car. Uh, Bradshaw's got to be like a pickup truck. So the other one, what was it? <laughs> Edge. Edge, Edge. Yay! Kurt Angle had the patriotic SUV. <laughs> Oh, Bradshaw will be the limo, won't it? Well, you'd think that. I was thinking, well, thinking, thinking APA Bradshaw. when the game came out, I suppose. Yeah. 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 I, I, no, this was the one that really caught my eye, because I was like, what? <laughs> Bradshaw, armoured fire truck, so. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yep, nailed it. <laughs> that sort of feels like it was revealing that they were going to make him a fireman on TV and never got around <laughs> to it, but the game had been told. Yeah. Uh, fireman so Brad. Fireman <laughs> Brad. Who wants to fill, I think? I think so. Question five. Halfway point. How many video, WWE video games have there been according to Wikipedia? Oh, Jesus. Oof. 42, 62, 82, 102. Whoa. Hamlet. I got 62. No, dear. That's wrong. 102 seems way too many. 82. 42. 42. Uh, 82. Why not? Yay! Yay! 3 1. It's always going to go down the middle there, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. the wrong one. Uh, Devin says, great game. RVD's ATV is awesome. Uh, and Just Daryl, thank you for your donation, says, Adam! <laughs> Unrelated, but I, but I got to say, say this last week. As a Southampton FC fan, thank you. Make sure the Super Chat goes straight into your pocket. Is there a way we can do that, Phil? I'll tell the boss, yeah, that, that, one's, was, that one's for us. That donation's name, sorry? Daryl. Daryl, you are welcome for the greatest goal ever scored in your stadium. It was the Santiago Virginia own goal uh, that kicked off. I think it was your 8 or 9 nil thrashing of Sunderland. Greatest and, goal. And eight of your loss before um, full gear this weekend for... Some great football to watch. Chesterfield are back on, playing South End. Oh, and I kind of hate Portsmouth now, so we're good. I used to live with a Portsmouth fan, so I'm in a difficult position. Started right a right, yeah, I've got a good mate, Portsmouth fan. They just started a needless rivalry. They're the, the big boys of the League One. They want to have fights. What do you think on this, Phil? Got some great boats from Portsmouth, too. <laughs> That's why I love it. <laughs> Question six uh, SmackDown versus Raw 2009 sees The Undertaker turn Witch Wrestler into a zombie. Jimmy Wang Yang, Santino, Cody, or Mr. Kennedy? Uh, <laughs> All of those are really funny. That is great. Hamlet. Uh, <laughs> for the lore of it all, I'll go Cody. No, dear, oh. that's wrong. What were they? Uh, Jimmy Wang Yang, Santino, or Mr. Kennedy? 2009. Uh-huh. Uh, I'll go Mr. Kennedy. No, dear, that's uh, wrong. No, of course, in the big storyline where The Undertaker fought the boogeyman at WrestleMania, <laughs> his henchmen were Santino Morella and Finley. And uh, yep. they stole the urn, and then when he opened it in front of them, it turns them into zombies or some Good. bollocks. Yep. <laughs> I thought it might have been in the period when they were punishing Mr. Kennedy. <laughs> yeah. uh, Devin and Cosmic Joe, well, you are right, it was Santino. Don't forget, you still got the option to, to ask oh, the yeah. chat. Oh, I ask didn't know we had this. Chat. So what, what was the... Know. We had to come up with a thing. Oh, Matt Rain says, what does resident football expert Phil think of evidence points deduction? It's good. <laughs> you you realise you've just unleashed a massive hot take. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great, that. You're going to get quoted now. Some football media is going to pick you up. <laughs> Phil Chambers doesn't give a toss. <laughs> <laughs> this is why people shouldn't have podcasts. <laughs> We're going to isolate it. Put the latest subtitles on it and everything. Yeah. Like, what culture of football? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, what are we on? 3-1? Oh, Four so. questions to go. Still still chance. Hello. Uh, Matt Ray says as a Liverpool fan, 100% agree. Thanks. <laughs> uh, what was the SmackDown series of games known as in Japan? Was it 
Exhilarating Championship Wrestling, or ECW, Thump Under, <laughs> Exciting Pro Wrestling, or Twat Bottom. Yeah, piece of trash. You know that. I'm just really glad it didn't just turn into a racist accent. No. Okay. <laughs> um, he's, not, he's not racist. He's just swearing. He just likes funny words. <laughs> um, what were they again? Uh, exhilarating Championship Wrestling. Thump Under. <laughs> exciting Pro Wrestling. Hamlet. That one. See. Yeah, I'd go with that one. Yeah. Thump Under Thump is the most Adam Wilborn. <laughs> yeah. This will fox him. <laughs> Can we have the last option again, even though I've got those right? Twat bottom. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to think of what, what, what smack and down. And I was like, or down, under, bottom. Uh, or, yeah, as Matt Rain says, twat bottom. Friday night twat bottom. Or twat bottom live. Three, two. On the Hammerlock wrestling game, they created a, s- a sort of knockoff Hulk Hogan character. But what was his name? Sam Warhammer? <laughs> Spud Marmoset, Bulk <laughs> Gohan, or the <De> Bastard? Phil, <laughs> <laughs> Bulk Gohan. <laughs> no, dear, uh, that's wrong. That's me. <laughs> D is the, uh, the late night co-host of D's Nuts on the Butthole, isn't he? When it gets, when it gets after 10 o'clock, they get dumb. Don't, don't feed the butthole after midnight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the bastard now. <laughs> He's the dead <laughs> bastard. He says some really horrible things. I'm the dog. Uh, Sam Warhammer, the bastard. I love that there's double law. Or Spud Marmoset. Uh, Sam Warhammer, Spud Marmoset, the bastard. <laughs> God be the bastard. <laughs> I'm going to go with um, uh, Spud Marmoset. No, dear, that's oh, wrong. Sam Warhammer. Sam Warhammer. Uh, so you came up with Spud Marmoset. <clears throat> No, I think that was another option in the game. Oh, okay, right, okay. <laughs> but I did come up with Bulk Gohan. <laughs> <laughs> now you're going to say, I got the bastard from another game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, still three, two? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thank you, Just Jowl. It was a phone a boner. <laughs> that was it. Phone a boner. Yep. Is right, that, that's, that's what we call us the chat. Oh, okay. So did somebody say, phone and then you pressed. I think it was, I think it was phone a friend, and then. I just probably hit the boner <laughs> button. Let's be honest. Yeah. How does anything else get worked? It's like when we nail the naughty oh my god button. Yes. <laughs> we can't have on YouTube. Uh, yes. Three two is the score. Ten. Two questions to go. Ooh, hello. Uh, have you ever played WCW NWO Thunder? No. Okay. Well, it had all the all the characters you'd expect, and then I mean I should have played it probably growing up because it had a wacky section. But which of these is not a wacky character? that you can play on WCW NWO Thunder. This thing's on there with, like, robots, like knights in armor and things okay. like that. Adam the Ant, Hoof-Hearted, that's a horse, Snapper the Crocodile, or Bessie the Cow. <laughs> Three of those are real. Hamlet. I'm trying to get in the Wilborn brain space yeah. and think which one you invented. Mm. I'm going with hoof-hearted. Yep, fair. That's what I would have gone with. No, oh! oh, incredible. The scenes. Go on, what are they? Adam the Ant, Snapper the Crocodile, or Bessie the Cow. Two or the bastard. Or the bastard. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, let's ask the chat. Why not? <laughs> let's okay. bring them in. 
What does everyone think? Get Bona. down in the comments. Fona Bona. Fona Bona. Uh, Michael Everett says the cow, I'm sure. Moe says Bessie as well. Uh, Devin says Adam the ant. This is not the uh, definitive answer you would have liked from your phone, yeah. you can't waste that. Bessie or Adam the Ant. Adam. Ooh, it's getting Oh, it's becoming more Oh, who's it going to be? <laughs> Let's go. Oh, John Harrison says Adam the Ant as well. I'm going to go with Bessie. They started off with Bessie, I'm going to go with Bessie. What riding on this? Yeah. Thanks, chat. No, dear. Oh. Was it Adam the Ant? It wasn't. It was it wasn't the crocodile. Favorite thing about that game was that the WCW wrestlers cut little promos when you hovered over them, saying like, "Pick me and I'll kick their ass" or whatever, like little video. Until you got to Kevin Nash, who was like, "I don't want to fight." Yeah, who farted is incredible, Adam. Incredible. I didn't. That's all them. A, a wrestling horse. Yeah, I want to. I'm going to go on yeah, YouTube. It was also, I think there was just one that was just a hat that wrestled. <laughs> <laughs> I remember there was a cheat code for Daytona USA, the like NASCAR game. <gasps> yeah, where you I remember. Could turn your car into a horse. Yeah, <laughs> just a horse racing around in all these cars. Did you ever put that cheating on Toka touring cars, raining cats and dogs, <laughs> and there was just all these little cats and dogs yes. hitting your windscreen? Toka, what a game! Toka touring cars was, yeah, good. was good. And uh, the Isle of Man TT bike racing yeah. game, you could turn your bike into a sheep. Yes, and you could <laughs> ride around the road rash. Loved Road it. Rash is great. And the chain and the tears. They've got, they've got that. Great soundtrack on Road Rash. In a few Thursdays time, I'm not leaving. <laughs> not leaving. <laughs> there was a Pro Evo, I think it was Pro Evo 3, where you could enter a password. Where you could turn the ball into a baby. So close, <laughs> Jesus. You could turn the players into players riding um, ostriches. <laughs> so, like, you would, the controls were perfect. Everything felt just right, other than the fact that the players were, like, ostrich. Love it. Big fan. Um... So shout out to Pineapple Lover seventy nine, the only person in the entire chat to say you boned me, chat. <laughs> so what are we on three two? So you have three to get two. this last one. But I've got my phone a boner. You got your phone yeah. a boner. Final question, my favourite question. Uh, what happens after Bam Bam Bigelow wins the Royal Rumble on WrestleMania, the arcade game? Is it he becomes a movie star? <laughs> he tours the world as a motivational speaker. He becomes a massive sex symbol, or he kills everyone. <laughs> Extreme version of the Bob oh, Holly push. Yay. Hamlet. I'm going to use my phone up, I just want to get involved. Hang on, so he's going to phone a... Oh. Boners! Don't chat. screw me on this, Matt Reigns. Not that we're you. calling the entire chat boners right now. What happens uh, after Bam Bam Bigelow wins the Royal Rumble on WrestleMania... The arcade game. He becomes a movie star. He tours the world as a motivational speaker. He becomes a massive sex symbol, or he kills everyone. Uh, Devin Devin says he turns into Bang Bang Bigelow. Mo says he's movie star, movie star, movie star. Matt Rain says piss off. Anders, so nice to screw me on this, Matt. <laughs> <sighs> Everyone's saying movie star. My gut was going elsewhere, but I... Bam Bam. Thank you, ma'am. Pineapple lover says apparently seventy nine. The only one who got snap of the crocodile says motivational speaker. This is the he starring Bam Bam Big Lebowski. It's the curse of the phone of this, right? Because I wanted the chat to back up my gut reaction, and they've gone in a completely different direction, and I'm in a much worse state than I was before. (laughs) Oh, okay. What were you thinking initially? I think it was that he kills everybody. 
Like his head, like I'm sure WrestleMania the arcade game was where like the sort of, so like Bulldog turned into a bulldog and would like bite them or something. It's so, like Bam Bam Bigelow with fire would just go. I was going to say, yeah, his gear turns into actual yeah, fire yeah, and he shoots it out. Just burns everybody. Mm. Um, so if it's movie star, I've, uh, well, I've absolutely shanked this wide from under the bar, but I'm going to go with, sorry, chat. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for nothing. Uh, I'm going to go with kills every kills. He's just going to ignore the entire chat. He kills everybody. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Do you want me to read the uh, <laughs> chat? Sucks. Thanks, thanks chat. Thanks <laughs> Useless. They yeah, I really enjoyed doing wrestle culture, but I really appreciate Good this. Good for nothing. You, uh, <laughs> you, you got confused on those. So Bret Hart becomes a movie star. Right, if he wins, yeah. or you playing with him, I should say, and you win everything. I assume as a cowboy. Razor Ramon tours the world as a motivational speaker. Shawn Michaels shags everyone, basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think Yokozuna, Lex Luger has like a day named after him. Okay. Um, Yokozuna just like destroys the American spirit, or good. Along those <laughs> How do they illustrate yeah. that in a sixteen-bit game? Uh, <laughs> Doink um, says everyone celebrates, and the circus all comes in. Mm. Um, but one of the rockets explodes too close to the elephants and causes a stampede, and lots of people die, basically. <laughs> Good. But let me read you Bam Bam Bigelow's. This is amazing. Uh, you were right. It's the fire gimmick. Yeah. Because it says, the remains of his final opponents cooled down to smoldering ashes. However, Bam Bam did not. Still fired up from the heat of battle with eyes glaring, chest heaving, and licks of flame dancing up from his hands, Bam Bam turned to the audience and delivered a vigilant stare. His eyes scanned back and forth, and a sinister smile <laughs> crept across his face. He raised his hands, and without warning came a blast of flames which engulfed the entire stadium. The audience was charred to flakes, the stadium was reduced to pebbles, and the WF title <laughs> belonged to Bam Bam Bigelow. The undisputed champion stood among the silent ruins of the now shattered amphitheater, master of all that survived. Charred to flakes. Wow. I don't make games like the East, Steve. <laughs> Show me a PS5 game where somebody's being charred to flakes as a celebration from a wrestling show. Exactly. Actually, that nearly happened at that WrestleMania, didn't it, with the Undertaker's Pyro? And one of the ones that you were at in Florida or something like that. Like the <laughs> or the one where the sign leaks during Becky Lynch's match. Yeah. <laughs> Signs on fire. Uh. Charring to flakes is WWE law. <laughs> well, congratulations to both Michael hey. Hamlet and hey. Bill James, the co-winners of this week's quiz. <laughs> Let us know how you got on on it at What Culture WWE. Watch there. You can follow all three of us. You can follow one of the winners of the quiz, Phil Chambers at... Phil My Chambers. You can follow Hamlet at... Michael Hamlet. You can follow Wilborn at... Adam Wilborn. Shout out to Matt Ranger. who says, Pine Pick soon. Enjoy Tuesday. All going well. Oh, yeah. Yes, more like reaction to that on next week's wrestling. <laughs> oh, God. All going well. Um, and if you want, yeah, more predictions ahead of Full Gear, check out the Collision Preview and the Insidric. We uh, talked a lot about his thoughts on that. And uh, me and Andy did a whole predictions thing as well, which is available as a podcast too. And on top of that, Smackdown Preview with the uh, catchphrase. You can check Thank out wherever you get your podcasts from make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling but now this has been Wrestling thanks to everyone in the chat thank you for your donations thanks to Phil thanks to Michael Hamlet and most importantly thanks to you for joining us and we will see you soon live studio audience wrestling even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.